Six-point lead to the Jack Jumpers. They trail by five deep in that third period. Kelly just muscles his way inside. Game high, eight-point spread. Bradley with a goodness. Huge rejection coming from the weak side. And a big three from Clint Steindl. In front of a sold-out My Stank Fate Arena. The Jack Jumpers keep their season alive. Yeah, that was the sound of the Tasmania Jack Jumpers extending their NBL final series with the New Zealand Breakers to a deciding third game after they pick up the win in Hobart 89-78. It's back to the drawing board now for Modi Maua and his crew uh, where they must win at Spark Arena on Sunday to punch their ticket to the ANBL Grand Finals to face either the Sydney Kings or the Cairns Taipans. Joining us now here on SENZ Mornings is the man who loves all things hoops across the ditch and here in New Zealand, and that is Sky Sports Zone, Justin Nelson. Justin, good morning to you. Hey, good morning, Smithy. Great to catch up with you. Mate, uh, honestly, uh, just uh, deep in the third quarter, uh, the Breakers, I think, at one point had a lead to five. They turned it over when they were looking to make that at least seven. And then it went downhill very, very quickly. It just changed uh, with an 11-point run in that third quarter. And they never responded, the breakers. Yeah, spot on. And in a hostile environment, it's very hard to get momentum back. They led by five with about a minute 40 to go in the third quarter. And to close out the third, they committed three turnovers. Tassie went on a 9-0 run to close the quarter out, then scored the first basket of the fourth quarter, and that's it. Momentum was gone. And uh, the Jack Jumpers, who aren't foreign to this situation, they were one down in the semis last year, got up at home and then got up again on the road. So don't count the JJs out. The Breakers have some work to do. So what could they have done differently? Turnovers... Turnovers aren't good. There's no doubt about that. And coaches can't do much about turnovers. But could they have done something to arrest that uh, very quick trend just before the fourth quarter? Oh, look, definitely. It's, it's, it's very, very hard when a team has momentum. It's just all about stops defensively. And they weren't able to do that. And what compounds it is when you're giving the ball back up uh, to the opposition when you have possession. And that really is what played out in the last 90 seconds or so of the third quarter. So you don't get a shot yourself. You give the ball back and they get another shot. And that really hurt. I think also the shooting from long range is something that the breakers will now have a look at over the next 48 hours. They went 6 of 26 from beyond the arc. That isn't good enough. They know that. They probably deferred to the three ball at times when they didn't need to. They needed to get the ball inside and it just all compounded. Um, and, of course, uh, as you say, you rate the Jack Jumpers very highly. I mean, you don't get to the final in your debut season without having something very special about you. Um, and that, that atmosphere uh, seemed crazy at times, and, and just what you would expect, I would imagine. Yeah, I was talking about this last week. It's, it's probably the one thing that we're yet to mature or see mature here in New Zealand, and that is just that hostile environment. Friendly, you know, not 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 crazy, certainly certainly not hurtful or damaging to people, but just that hostile environment where opposition teams come into the cauldron uh, and really um, are up against it. Not only playing against a team, but playing against thousands of people, and you definitely see that 
in some of these games in the ANBL when the breakers head to Australia. They, they do put on not only a good show over there, but they, uh, they make it a very, very tough environment to, uh, to get the job done. Okay, the Breakers uh, pride themselves on defence. Uh, Modi has said that it's one of his highest priorities in coaching the team. Uh, they've given up less uh, than 80 points typically. Is it's a pretty good night for them. So where can they tighten up in Game 3? Where do they get penetrated? Yeah, look, I think look after the ball. That'll be the first thing. I've got no doubt that, that Modi will be talking about that. Again, those three turnovers, very, very costly. I think they made two errors in the first half as well. The jack jumpers got up buzzer-beating three-point attempts to end the first quarter and end the second quarter, and both of those dropped. So there's six points right there. So no doubt that will come up on the tape when they sit down and go through it. And then I think the other thing is just to mix it up. I mean, the three-point reliance last night, when the shots aren't dropping from outside, you need to change it up, and I think that's something that they'll talk about as well. Uh, and the other NBL final matchup, of course, the Kings, uh, the playing three champions, a one all lead over the Taipans. Um, I'm not quite sure how that's going to pan out. You'd think the Kings will probably go through. If the Breakers got to the grand final series, which, which side would suit them more in terms of their style of basketball? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, definitely the Breakers turned their season around late after that four-game losing streak by going over and getting the Kings on their home floor. So they're certainly not phased or daunted by the Kings. The Kings have been the best team all season. I think the Breakers probably match up a little bit better against the Taipans. But when you get to the big dance, you want to take on the best. You want to beat the best to be the best. And I think the Kings are in that box seat right now. Again, they've won against both of them. Uh, you'd think the Kings are going to get through from here uh, they're one up. They're on the road, yes, but you know they are A-grade material. They're top class. Uh, from here, look, if you're the coach, you know, Modi, he'll tell you he doesn't care who he plays. He just wants to get there. And then from there, mm. it's a whole new ball game. Justin, I, I, the other thing that uh, interests me, obviously, the, uh, Modi has recruited well this year. I mean, this, this is... Uh, quite a good mix that he's got of, of his overseas players with local talent but is the, is the local talent, is it emerging at the rate you would like to see it emerge or are we too reliant on that, um, that overseas quota? Well the overseas quota was certainly needed last night. They scored 51 of the 78 points, Brantley Pardon and, and Brown Jr. So they came uh, to the workplace and delivered in a big way and if anything you know, maybe um, touching on what you're talking about uh, there was a little bit more needed from other players. But look, there's a lot of emerging Kiwi talent. At the moment, you know, roughly we're seeing uh, 15 to 20 players uh, come out of uh, an NZNBL season, a Cells NBL season, and play in the ANBL. And that includes players going back uh, to the ANBL, but it includes new emerging talent going to the ANBL. And we're seeing that regularly now. So New Zealand is a real hotbed of talent uh, again, collegiate basketball in the States, lots of Kiwis over there, men and women. They're progressively coming back to the basketball scene here in New Zealand and Australia. I think there's a lot to be excited about right now if you're a Kiwi basketball fan. The next decade is going to be really, really exciting. I think it's only a matter of time before we get another NBA player alongside Stephen Adams. And I genuinely think it's only a matter of time before we get another Kiwi into the WNBA, and it's been a long time between drinks, if you think back to Megan Compain 
when she was the first and still the only Kiwi to play in that top league. Oh, that, of course, um, when talking about uh, those leagues uh, just below uh, the uh, ANBL, we're talking about the Sales NBL, and the Nuggets have uh, finally announced their first uh, move of free agency by uh, re-signing uh, Sam Timmons. Uh, were other teams making a play for Sam? Oh, no doubt. I mean, I think Sam, year on year, is uh, is hotly pursued by other teams. But, look, he's an incredibly loyal young man. He, he's a fantastic guy to sit down and, and not just talk about basketball with, but talk about life and his progress and, and development. And he wears Otago Nuggets uh, on his sleeve. He bleeds, you know, golden blue blood. And that was a terrific announcement in the last 24 hours. And I think everyone is very, very happy for the reigning champs. Let's not forget the reigning champs. They also won the showdown in 2020 to see big slam and Sam Timmons head back to Otago. I think we're all looking forward to uh, to seeing him get above the ring yet again, many, many times throughout the season. Of course, we here at SCNZ have got a vested uh, interest in what's going on down in the Nuggets. So I'd be keen to know if you see any other likely moves for the franchise. Yeah, well, of course, they have the connection now through ownership back into the Perth Wildcats as well. It wouldn't surprise me if maybe a name or two from this year's Wildcats roster uh, are spoken about over the next couple of weeks. I do think that that, um, you know, that connection through ownership that we have between those two teams here in New Zealand and Australia, I think you're going to see a lot more movement of players and rising stars playing over here in New Zealand from that program. Earlier this week, it was announced that uh, Ruben Tarangi uh, would be making a return back to the Sales NBL to play for the Auckland Tuatara. Uh, what about that move? Yeah, it's excellent. I think it's one of the best moves so far through free agency. The Tuatara Smithy, they're not mucking around. <laughs> they uh, they were one uh, game or, or, or certainly you know two or three baskets short in 2022 and they are not mucking around they've got straight down to business rob lowe has re-signed cam glidden i think is a terrific pickup at the moment we're seeing him play a role off the bench for the breakers but let's not forget that the last time cam glidden played in the cells nbl he was all star five he's a very very good player he'll come into that tuatata team and he will be a true leader and knock down a lot of points to bring back uh, ruben tarangi as well uh, again, hasn't played, I think, since 2020 here in New Zealand, has been living over in Australia. Excellent pickup. They've still got some more to come. Watch this space. The whisper is that the Tuatara are certainly looking to go all the way in 2023. Well, in about a week's time, or just over, the, uh, over that, um, the ANPL will have crowned their champion side for this year, uh, down to four, obviously. Uh, do you think uh, the Sal's NBL free agent signings uh, we'll gather momentum once that's done and dusted, whether their business is sorted? Yeah, traditionally that's that's pretty much the case. Um, there's a lot of players over there that will head to New Zealand. Um, there's a lot of imports to be named as well. Uh, whilst it's been a little bit quiet for some teams, and there's still four teams that haven't publicly announced any players, I can tell you that there's a lot of contracts that have been signed, so teams are holding back a little bit. Uh, at the same time, you know, you've got a team like the Manawatu Jets who have just about announced their entire roster. They're getting down to business really quickly and getting out there and promoting uh, to the Green Army. So I, I think you're going to see it pick up. You're right. Over the next few weeks, you're going to see a lot of announcements. 
I see Michael Jordan had his, I think, his 61st birthday just uh, recently, and the debate continues to rage and the greatest of all time. Uh, what did you make of, uh, I haven't spoken to you since, uh, the landmark uh, that LeBron set the other day and um, uh, <clears throat> and the comparison still? Yeah, it rages on, doesn't it? And it'll rage on with another player in the future, You know, whether that's decades down the track. It's one of the things that we love to do in sport, whether it's around the water cooler or, you know, down down the pub with our mates or even just sitting in the stands as we watch new stars emerge. It's not just basketball, it's other sports. We love to compare the decades and the champions and, you know, what I tend to do is respect what those players did in their time, uh, in, in, in their period of being out there and playing. Two great champions, there's no doubt. I'll, I'll never split them. I don't want to split them. Mm. I want to look at them both as being the best. And, uh, you know, LeBron enormous, enormous effort, unbelievable. And he's still going. Could still go for a number of years yet. So, no, look, lots of respect for both of them. I'll never split them. Actually, Justin, you made an interesting point before about uh, crowds and atmospheric crowds and say so we, we just can't get that sort of atmosphere. We don't do it well in this country. How do you get feral when it comes to a crowd? How, <laughs> how, do, you invent, how do you invent that ugliness? I haven't heard the word feral since I left Australia four years ago. That's, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, I think it's a culmination of many different things. You know, you and I have spoken about this before. We need to mm. take supporters on that journey from being passive to being tribal. And there's lots of different ways to do that. And, and one way is just to constantly be relevant. We need to be talking about Sport 365 every day of the year hammering it down people's throats. The, the fact is that fans want that engagement. They want that detail and information day after day after day. And then it becomes a journey. Once you get them on, you know, that travel aid or that travel belt towards a fear of missing out, wanting to be there, wanting to buy a membership, you must be in the stand. You must be loud and proud. And, you know, I went to the Breakers game last Sunday night, and I've got to tell you, that's as passionate a crowd as we have going in New Zealand right now. Loud, proud, the atmosphere is electric, the Breakers are doing a great job, big season. It's as close to getting to where we need to get to amongst all sports. Well, let's uh, hope we can get a touch of it to support our lads uh, come this weekend. Game three, the all-important uh, game three to try and make the grand final. Justin, always great uh, hearing your perspective, mate. Um, and uh, thank you very much for your time once again. It's been great. Hey, cheers, Smithy. Let's get feral, hey? <laughs>